Welcome to the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast with Monique Malcolm, a show about leveraging your existing knowledge, unique skills, or passion to build a thriving creative business. I aim to show you what's really possible when you stop letting fear have all the fun and start taking action towards your goals. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting PimpYourBrilliance.com. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Pimp Your Brilliance. I'm so glad that you're here. This is episode number 95, and you can find show notes at PimpYourBrilliance.com backslash 95. Really quick before we jump into today's episode, I just released the Pimp Your Brilliance community survey. This is a survey that I put out every year, once or twice a year, asking for your feedback on what you want to hear more about on the show. This survey just really gives me a good starting point when I'm planning out future episode topics, when I'm planning out um, new product ideas, pretty much everything that goes on behind the scenes is driven by the information that I get in the survey. So I would love to have your feedback and your input into what you're currently struggling with. Maybe I can create an episode for it. I can create a new product. I can answer it on an Instagram live or something, but I need to know what do you need? So you can give me that information by filling out the community survey. You can find the community survey over at pimpyourbrilliance.com backslash survey. You can also find it by clicking the link inside of your podcast player. So if you check out the show notes, there's probably a link in there that says community survey. And please and thank you fill out the survey. It really does give me good insight into what I'm doing well, what I need to be doing more of. And it gives me really great insight into what I can create to help you further your creative business, you know, move it further along. So take that and I thank you in advance. Now let's talk about today's episode, which is going to be me spilling the beans on three things, three key things that you need to know before you create your next digital product or even your first digital product. And I'm going to tell you right now, these three things do not solely apply to digital products. If you are a coach or a consultant, these tips apply to those industries as well. They pretty much apply across the board. If you're doing anything where you're um, business to consumer, so you are creating something that a consumer is going to be purchasing. And even even, um, these can be applied to like a business to business set up. So this, this is just information that you need to know if you're doing a product, if you're selling something to someone, you need to know these things. So that, I just want to say that up front. It's not just strictly digital products. This applies across the board, but having these three things in place is really going to help you create a digital product that sells well and that is profitable. And ultimately that is the goal. One of the reasons why I like digital products is because they really are versatile. There's a range of prices that I've seen digital products. I've seen, you know, the 99 cent ebook. I've seen $2,000 courses. I mean, there's, there's a range of what you can sell them depending on what it is and the results that you're getting for people. But it's one of those things where you do the work up front with a digital product. You pick your product. You invest the time up front creating it, making it all nice, packaging it up, and then you sell it and you can sell it over and over and over again. There's no limit. And the overhead on a digital product is usually pretty low. 
a lot of times you can create things, really nice things for not a lot of money using templates, which by the way is a digital product or even hiring somebody to do graphic design and then you just sell it on repeat. And if you have a really good marketing system, I mean, you can sell it on autopilot as a passive income stream, but we're not going to talk about passive income streams today because passive income streams are not completely passive. There is work involved, but that is a conversation for a future episode. Today, I just want to talk about what do you need to know? What three things do you need to have in place or that you need to know in order to make sure that you're creating a product that your audience wants and that ultimately they're going to want to buy? Because I don't want you to waste time. Time is valuable. Time really can be money. And so I really want you to create a product that is successful. And you're going to do that by making sure you have these three things locked down. So if you don't already have a notebook or your phone open to the notes app, you might want to do that because I have a few questions that I'm going to share with you that you can ask yourself to help you figure out the answers to some of these things. But also, you know, this is a podcast episode, so you can always run it back and listen to it again. Okay, so let's do this. The first thing, and this is probably the most important thing. This is also the step that gets skipped pretty often, and we'll, we'll go into that in just a bit. But the first thing that you need to know in order to create a digital product that's going to sell and be really useful to your audience is you need to know who you want to help. It seems obvious, but this step is so overlooked and I get it. When we have an idea, we just get excited. We get so focused on the creation, the execution. How do I bring this idea to life? How do I make it look better? How do I put all the things into it? But none of that matters if you don't have a clear, very, very specific person in mind who is going to be utilizing this thing that you're creating. So your very first step is for you to decide who you want to help. And I just said the word decide, which means you get to choose. You're not going to be saddled with an audience that you don't want. Okay. I don't want you to think that the audience has full say over whether or not you help them. You get to decide who that audience is. And it doesn't have to be anything complicated. It's really a matter of you thinking to yourself, who am I best positioned to help? What type of person am I looking to help or do I want to help? I mean, really narrowing those things down, pick an audience. And this is important because specificity is very important. If you think about different industries, different businesses, for example, a doctor, okay, you have a general practitioner and he can see a range of people, but then you have specialists, you have pediatricians, you have Oncologists and oncologists even specialize down to what type of oncology they're practicing. So it could be like bone or brain. You have, um, you know, there's so many different types of doctors and they service a very, very specific group of people. So a pediatrician does not service adults. Pediatricians service kids, people 18 and younger. Okay. That does not mean in a pinch, that pediatrician couldn't help out somebody older, but for the most part, that's not who they're marketing to. And that's one of the reasons why you want to be really specific about who it is you want to help, because not only will it help you narrow down on their problems and how you're going to help them, 
and really get a feel for what kind of solutions you can create for them, what kind of outcomes they're looking for. It's also going to help you with the marketing. And marketing is one of those big things that a lot of solopreneurs and creatives struggle with. We really struggle with marketing, putting ourselves out there, finding an audience, building an audience. And one key pillar to building an audience, building an engaged audience and connecting with people is being very clear about who it is that you're actually looking for. If you're unsure about who you're looking for, you're going to be unsure about where you can find them online. You're going to be unsure about the messaging that you're putting out to attract those people. You're just really not going to have any clarity on anything without being very, very clear about who it is that you want to help. So here are some things that you can ask yourself. So first thing is thinking about one person that you know who you can help. Let that person be the starting point. And once you have that one person, start thinking about some of the qualities, some of their characteristics that they have. So is this person uh, an avid gamer? Is this person a parent to small kids? Like start thinking about those types of things. What kind of circumstances affect the way that they live or they work? So if this is a single woman, her circumstances and the way that she works and lives is going to be different than a woman with kids or a married woman or a family. So you need to be really sure about those types of things too. How do they spend their days? So again, a single woman may spend her days in a certain way. She doesn't have to do school or daycare drop-offs. A married woman with kids is going to have probably some daycare drop-offs. She's probably going to do some soccer mom duties. Maybe on Saturdays, she is going to volleyball games. So many different things. Also, thinking about what what is this person working towards? So the goals where there, there could be some overlap between the goals and desires of a single woman and the goals and the di- desires of a married woman, there's going to be some clear differences. I mean, we, we have a whole family to consider. So as a married woman, like for example, myself, I can't just make decisions without thinking about, well, how does this affect my husband? How does this affect my son? Whereas when I was single, I did what I want. And then, you know, how are they getting in their own way? So what is this person doing right now that's blocking their blessing? And I think answering all of these questions, you start to narrow in on different things that link members of your ideal audience together. And when I, when I talk about getting specific, I, I just use the example of, you know, a single woman versus a married woman. But even thinking about there's different levels to these people, right? So for example, let's just think about parents. Online, I see a lot of information about first-time parents, new moms, um, parents with kids, you know, younger kids, elementary school age and younger. I don't see a lot of information, at least where I'm at, about parents of older kids, parents of teens. I don't know if that's just not fashionable for like the influencer lifestyle, nobody's showing off their teens, but I don't see a ton of things about teens. And I bring that up to say, even with parents, just saying the person that I am, I'm targeting is a parent, that's not specific enough because there are different levels or different stages of parenting. So for example, when my son was an infant, I was in a certain stage. When my son was elementary school, I was in a certain age. There were certain things that I had to deal with as a parent. Now my son is in high school, 
I have a whole new set of things that I'm dealing with. I'm preparing him to drive. I'm also thinking forward to college and trying to get him college ready and and think about how we're going to pay for college. So, you know, even with parenting, yes, that's a broad topic, but it's almost too broad. You need to narrow it in some more and think about specifically, what can I do for this group of people? So is this moms with infants? Is this moms with five-year-olds? Is this moms with 16-year-olds? There's different stages and they're going to have different requirements and they're looking for different things. So that's the first point. You want to be clear on who it is that you're going to help. The second thing that you need to know is how you're going to help them. This is another biggie. It's great that you have this amazing idea for an Instagram course, but how is this helping your ideal audience? Is this something that they want? Is this something that they're struggling with? And this is where you're going to have to get in there and start finding people who fit your ideal audience, fit your ideal client avatar, and you're going to start having to talk to them. You're going to need to be in spaces that they're in. You're going to need to listen. You're going to need to read forums. You're going to need to try to dig in and get a real understanding of what is their problem and why are they struggling with this? And I've said this many times before on the podcast, but as a business, an online business, honestly, any kind of business, you're in the business of solving problems. People have a problem, you solve it. My dad, he's a truck driver. So people have the problem, they need to move their freight. They need to move their fruit from one location to the next location. My dad solves that problem because he says, hey, I have a truck and it's refrigerated so I can move your cold goods from this state to this state. So everybody who has a business is in the business of solving problems. It's no different if you're a small business online or you're creating digital products. You need to be clear on how you're going to help your audience. A really great way of figuring that out is basically what I did at the beginning of this episode. Ask them to fill out a survey and you're going to ask them questions like, what are your current challenges? What are you struggling with? And then once they start giving you answers and feedback, you go through there and you really dig in and you try to figure out why are they struggling with this? So you read through the answers and you start seeing there's common threads between, you know, five or six of the answers and you start to dig into what is the reason behind this this problem? Why is this a challenge? And then you have to answer for yourself, why hasn't your audience been able to fix this on their own? Is this an issue where there's knowledge gaps online and so there's not really great information about this? Is this a process thing? Do they not have their systems and processes together? Are they wasting too much time? I mean, there's so many different things, but, you know, narrowing in on those three things, what is the problem? Why are they struggling with this? And why haven't they fixed this problem on their own? Puts you in a really good place in figuring out what exactly it is you're going to do to help them. And once you are really clear on who you want to help and how you're going to serve them, I mean, you've got two of the three slices of of the pie there. And again, this puts you light light years ahead of other people selling digital products online because they probably haven't done their research and figured that out. Which brings me to point number three, the final thing. And I, I believe having those two previous pieces, who it is you want to help, And how you're going to help them will help you get to point three, which is what it looks like once their problem is solved. 
So the thing about digital products that a lot of people don't realize is nobody really wants more information. That's what Google is for. I don't want to purchase more information. I'm looking for a solution. I'm looking for a very specific result. And so are your own audiences. They are coming to you because they are looking for a specific result from their problem that you said that you can solve. So what you need to do is one, be very clear on what your solution is going to be. It needs, you need to aim for a very specific solution. So I like to think of it as a specific solution for a specific person to solve a specific problem. You don't need to try to solve every single problem. That's too much. Focus on just solving one very, very specific problem. And then think about what is your audience's life going to be like after you've solved this problem? So you know what the before looks like. If you surveyed them, if you read those survey responses, if you've been hanging out in forums online and you've tapped into places that your ideal audience hangs out, you probably have a really clear understanding or indication of what their before is like. It's a hot mess. They're not managing their time. They're overwhelmed. They're stressed out. They're Because of that stress, they're arguing with their spouse or they're snapping at their kids. So, you know, things are just in shambles. They're in pain. They, they need some relief. And now you're going to help them figure out the transformation or you're going to help them see the transformation. And that is, let's say it was something with time management. They're planning their days ahead and uh, having so much free time at the end of the day. They feel much more relaxed. There's time for a nap or there's time at the end of the day for an hour to themselves, you know, whatever the original issue is. But you want to narrow in on it and think about what was this person's life like before they worked with you? All right. You know what that is. It was a hot mess. They were in shambles. And now what is their life like after working with you? And I think that we get really intimidated thinking that we can provide a life-changing solution to people, but it happens every day. Okay. I know people who have started businesses based on things that I've said on the podcast or that I've shared on social media and they're doing a good job. Like they're, they're running with these businesses. So don't discount what you have to offer that it can't be life-changing. It can, even in small ways. I mean, your life is changed in, in increments at a time anyway. So don't discount what you have to offer, but really narrowing in on what is their life like after they have used your solution? What is their life like after they've worked with you? What can they do now that they couldn't before? So before they had no control over their time. It was just running through their fingers like saying at the end of every day, they felt stressed, overwhelmed, overwhelmed, burnt out, tired. And now you gave them the ultimate hacks on time management. And now they're waking up in the morning and they don't have their heart racing because they feel like they're running out of time. At the end of the, the night, they can go to bed at a decent hour and, and sleep well, knowing that the next day is already planned. So they just have to follow the plan. Like those kind of things you want to think about. What is the before and after the transformation? And ultimately, try to tap into how is this person going to feel? They're going to feel relieved. They're going to feel happy. They're going to feel less stressed. 
they're going to feel satisfied with themselves. Like feelings are very important. And these are the types of things that you want to put into your messaging, your sales page. But you can only do that if you have a really clear understanding of what this person's life, what your ideal client's life looks like once this problem is solved for them. Okay, so I know that was a lot and I'm wrapping this up. But to recap, the first thing that you want to do is make sure that you're clear on who you want to help. The second thing you need to have in place is knowing how you're going to help them. So what is their problem? What are you offering up? And then three, what does their life look like once their problem is solved? And if you can nail all three of those things, you are going to be so far ahead when it comes to getting your digital product ready to launch because you're going to you're going to have all three of the big things that people normally skip over covered. You're going to be clear on who your your offer is intended for. You're going to be clear on what the offer actually is, basically how you're going to help them, and you're going to be able to paint a really awesome picture of what their their life is going to look like after they've used it after they've worked with you. And those are the things that help people sell. That that before and after transformation, really painting that picture of your life is a hot mess and now it's not. Listen, it really changes people. And that that's a part of like sales psychology, helping people tap into what what's possible, like what could be if they did this thing. So yay, that was today's episode. So as always, I hope this was helpful. If you want to give me feedback on this episode, hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Star Chasers Only. You can also send me a message over on Instagram at Pimp Your Brilliant. But that's all I have for this week. Please don't forget to take the community survey. It's over at PimpYourBrilliance.com backslash survey. It's quick. It's easy to do. Please take it. And I'm going to wrap this up and let you know that until next time, go out there and pimp your brilliance.